Hey guys, welcome back to Menace to Med. I'm your host, Brenda. And I'm your host, CJ. Woo! And today we have a very, very special guest. I know it's been a long time, but we're back with another interview. Today's special guest is the president of Jesus College Medical and Veterinary Society at Cambridge University, is a recipient of the Duckworth Prize for Medical Sciences, is also the recipient of the Roberts Prize for Pathology, and is also a varsity athlete in athletics at the University of Cambridge, and is a third year medical student at the University of Cambridge. It's none other than Chizite! Okay, so as you guys know, we have quite a few segments in this show, so we're going to try and ask as many questions as we can, and obviously, hopefully, they'll be interesting for our interview today and also for the listeners. Okay, Cece, take it away. Okay. Uh, just before we begin, though, I just want to apologise. We're on Zoom right now, so this <laughs> sorry if you can't hear us properly. Okay, first question. In three words, how would you describe a typical day as a med student? I'd say hectic, exciting, and I'd say varied. <laughs> Put you on That's the spot interesting, there. interesting. Okay. And another question. A book you're reading now or have recently read? So I, I recently read um, Things Fall Apart by uh, Chinua. That was, I was really, um, it's been on my list to read for a really, really, really long time. Um, I'm happy okay. I read it. Um, so yeah. yeah. Would you recommend it to us to read? Is it interesting? I, like, what's it about? Yeah, it's about how um, it talks about the Ibo society and how it interacts with um, the kind of like import of Western values and culture. So I'm Ibo. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. It, was, it talks about how like um, how this person, how he sort of viewed the the colonial um, sort of people coming in, introducing Christianity and just changing the societal structure um, in Ibo land. Um, so I thought, obviously for me, I'm Ibo is very, I guess quite quite relevant um and i thought just the themes was were, were like really really good so yeah got time read it it's quite short as well so it's not too long okay okay cool might check it out okay next question your personality in one word um curious oh okay that's, that's a good word that's a good word yeah i don't know why i describe myself as probably as um ambitious <laughs> i would say you're ambitious <laughs> yeah that's you a good word. ambitious don't know whether I can reach them, but it's good to be ambitious sometimes. Okay, next question. Um, if you could be anything but a med student for the day, what would you be and why? So if I could be anything, I'd probably be an, an astronaut. It sounds very weird, but um, Ooh, okay. when, when I was much younger, like, I used to always want to be um, an astronaut. Anything to do with like, space and just yeah. I just find it very, very fascinating. Um, and it's just cool, like, who doesn't want to go to space? I, I, I yeah. think it's cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I no, space is too scary for me, it's too big. I don't know. <laughs> it's a long time over there, but yeah, it's very scary. Yeah. Um, okay, number five. What's your favourite hobby at the moment? At the moment, um, I'd say... Uh, I'd say it's probably just um, getting back into reading again. So um, I had a quick break. So like the last book I read that I talked about, I, I, I finished reading it um, a few months ago, sort of before exams. Um, but yeah. I'm trying to get back into it. Um, I know that Brenda, last time I was talking, you were doing some sort of French. I'm trying to read books in French now, you know, just to Ooh, okay. up yeah, my French bag. Yeah, my French game. <laughs> so I'm stepping into my French bag. Um, and um, like, I just love learning languages as well, actually. That's like the, the other hobby that I'm doing, stuff like um alongside the reading so um i'm trying to start reading some books in french um, and reading more in Igbo as well so i'm trying to like uh, keep up both yeah that's good wow i need to actually read more books in french as well i have a whole <laughs> load of books i need to read over the summer and especially because of what we're studying for a level french yeah, yeah. learning off. basically shakespeare language but in french is crazy, wow. <laughs> crazy. i can imagine yeah. i can imagine yeah <laughs> 
Next question. Early bird or night owl? This one's easy. It's always early bird. Early bird. Early bird. Um, early bird. Hoping you're wow. going to be on my side, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm not an early bird, man. I can't wake up in the morning. <laughs> yeah. No, I used to. When I was doing GCSEs, I used to be able to wake up at like 4 a.m. and study mm. in the morning early before school, then go to school, and then study yeah. more in the library and work like that. But now I just oh. can't wake up early. I'd rather start studying at 10 p.m. and finish at like mm. 3 a.m. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm literally the complete opposite, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's honestly it's bad. But, you know, <laughs> life sometimes. Early, okay. early, yeah, it works, it works. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, the question that haunts A-level biology students. What is the function of the mitochondria? That's also it has a lot. Of course, you have to go to the classic. It is the powerhouse of the cell. Must, if there's only one function, it is the powerhouse of the cell. Please. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, that question, that everyone question. needs to know. Credits to Bennett. Yeah, credits to Bennett. Yeah, okay, cool. So the next segment we're going into is just a segment where we ask questions about life as a medical student. So we're just going to ask different questions about your day-to-day and stuff like that. Okay, Cece, take it away. Just so people can get to know you more, what degrees, or just degree, are you studying for currently and what year are you currently in? Yeah, so um, as Brenda said, I just finished my third year. Um, I had my graduation actually on on Thursday because Mm -hmm. when you do your third year um, in Cambridge anyway, there's a separate graduation ceremony. So, yeah, which is quite it's quite interesting. Um, so this year we 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 have our third year as um our intercalation year. So it's quite similar to yeah. I think they have theirs in their third year as well. Um, and I intercalated um in engineering. Um, so that was um, wow, very interesting. Very <laughs> Thank you. It was hard. I went back to work today, sir. Um, but um, I just finished third year. I'm, I'm moving into my uh, clinical studies. Um, starting from September. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to looking forward to clinical studies. Which side do you think you would prefer more? Pre-clinical or clinical? Uh, mm, yeah, very, very good question. Um, I'd say clinical, even yeah. though I haven't really done it yet, but I think it's nice just to put into practice a little bit what we've been learning. Um, everyone sort of comes in, you know, especially people who are at Cambridge, like, oh, I love science, da, 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 this, this, this. <laughs> yeah. But um, after 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 two years of doing the <laughs> the people like there's there's a, there's really a lot to learn so it sort yeah. of like kind of hits you um, so it's nice just to actually um, talk to patients interact with people um, and do something like just have a small change in pace um, in life and just being a student at Cambridge but in a different sense it's not as um, intense as undergrad so um, I'm definitely gonna be looking forward to that. Okay, cool. Can you elaborate on some of your achievements that you're proud of? Oh, okay, so. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'd say, yeah, I don't even know which one, like what, what to even say. I guess um, I'd say non-academically, um, the stuff that I've done in the past few years with um, athletics. So that's that's a sport. Yeah. Been for a while. Um, we had our varsity um in May um in the hundred um yeah around the hundred and two hundred in the relay. So um, I won my race in the hundred. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> honestly, I think it was really close to it. like around um, 11.03, the guy who came second. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, it's very, very close. Um, in the 2024 Olympics. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what's it now, Jackie? You always see me there, but like, who knows? Who knows? Um, and in, in the 200, um, I came second in that one. The guy who came first in the 100, he, was, he, was, he, was, he, like, he wasn't happy at all, so he really oh. came with him. Bye. Uh, so that one, okay, it was. That was uh, yeah, it was so true. So it was a, a hotly contested race, um, but it was still fun just to be able to compete um, and all that. So I was really happy with that. And then academically, um, I think I've, I've been really 
you know, I've been happy with the amount of um, how I've I've pushed myself um, in terms of doing engineering this year. Um, yeah. And just trying to do that as well and trying to to balance that with um, like the other roles. So being yeah. um, president, I'm happy that, you know, um, I had that role. Um, and I think, yeah, I'm just happy with how the year in, in general has turned out because I've been able to do the things that um, I wanted to do and have fun as well in, in my so, so if anyone's ever say, oh, people in Cambridge are all and still like have fun. Was it like a yeah. tight schedule though? Is it like hard to still manage it? All it's of quite it packed. Yeah, I won't lie. Yeah, it is quite packed. Um, yeah. So, but then again, it depends on the kind of person you are. So, if you're someone who doesn't necessarily um, like want to have loads of things happening at once, then your schedule can be more free. Um, yeah. But I'm just the sort of person who just likes to be very busy. So. Um, it's by design yeah. in, in that sense. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, moving on. Who has inspired you most during your studies slash who is your role model? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd say I've had quite a few people who've been um, inspiring. Um, I've had some supervisors um, at uni who've yeah. been, been very helpful. Um, I've had some people from... So there's a Black Comedics Society um, at Cambridge. Um, yeah. And a few people from... The clinical years have just been very helpful as well, just giving advice. Um, I had a, um, a mentor when I was applying to Cambridge. Um, his name is Daniel. I don't know whether he's, he's listening to this. <laughs> Hi, Daniel. Um, he's graduated now, actually. Yeah, he's um, in final year, so he's he's going to be he's going to be starting as um, a doctor very very soon. And it was really helpful, like just to expose him to Cambridge and just to help me with my um, application. Um, yeah. So it's been a mixture of that as well. O- obviously, my my parents as well have helped me to. Um, to get yeah. inspired and just show me the value of um, education. So yeah. I'd say definitely been a few people um, that have helped. Wow, that's interesting. And actually nice that you have like somebody that people, people like not just somebody that have helped you along the way. And that's it's good to have a role model. Mm. I had quite, a, I had a few that I could say um, from secondary school, but mm. I'll leave those. I'll leave those. Um, that shout out for another video. <laughs> 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 another one. But yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, were there any moments that you thought that like this is too much or medicine like isn't the degree for you? So I'd say that there weren't any moments where I thought it wasn't for me, but I'd say that there were, there were definitely moments where it was it was a lot, especially I'd say at the start of first year, like the very start. It's not yeah, just me yeah. as well. It's, it's, it's essentially everyone um, because yeah. we're not used to just the, the volume of information um, and yeah. the expectation that you expect to know it all by the end of the year. And like, in first year, that's a really scary thought because you're like, whoa, <laughs> even, yeah. even now, I don't, I don't, even, even with like the notes and stuff, I still can't answer the questions, etc. So it's, yeah. um, it was quite scary then. And then in second year as well, because for a lot of medical schools, um, the second year is, is is the year where there's like the, the most content you've done the first year. Uh, yeah. It kind of steps up a bit. Um, usually it's a bit more difficult and there's just more of it. So yeah. there was, and there was one week I remember. This was in um, Lepta, it was last second term uh, last year. It was during lockdown 
to it was the one that where they had the lockdown for Christmas where they yeah. Christmas oh. and then <laughs> for, yeah. for a few months um, from yeah. January to, to March there was like a um, a quiet yeah. period really. there wasn't really anything happening um, and one week then I had six essays in one week I was like wow Ooh. this is really oof, in one week <laughs> no it's rare like yeah that's still the record amount of essays I've had in one week um, I managed to get them all done so I was happy I was happy with myself I was like wow that's you good. know it was on Sunday I, I clicked send I was like oh, okay this is not done but I was wow. like, this this is a really, really tough week. Wow. How many words were the essays? Um, on average, they're about a thousand words. About a thousand words, yeah. Okay. A thousand okay. to, to one thousand two hundred words, yeah. yeah. Um, again, okay. for me, that's a bit by design as well, because I'd like to do things geared towards the exam, so I don't really tend to write too much. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Ooh, six essays in a week. That's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to scare people, please. This is rare. This is rare. You're not going to get six essays. I hope not. <laughs> <You're back laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what type of practical work have you had so far, or which were the most enjoyable? Practical work, so the most practicals, or the practicals that we did in first year were fairly interesting. Um, if you count um, anatomical dissection, there's, there's practicals, like that's, that's one thing. Um, so it's quite a unique experience, especially um, in Cambridge where, you know, it's you and six people, it's usually six people to to one donor um or yeah i can't remember it's changed now i don't know what yeah. it's like now but it's changed um it's like more like one or two people per donor but you get less time but anyway um i digress um it was just a very interesting experience because you know you're face to face with um with donor it's a good way to learn i thought it was interesting um it's usually quite social as well so so, so that was yeah. um bad. the the biochemistry practicals were a bit a bit boring if I'm honest. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not like, I just thought, please, we're just putting pipette here, pipette this, um, so I was like, I don't really care. The ones to do with um, with physiology were always very interesting. Um, so yeah. we did some stuff on like nerves and muscles, so we got to oh, cool. shock ourselves to measure the wow. latency and whatever. I don't know what we're trying to measure, but we were doing that. It was when we had to do like exercise on a bike to work out um, our VO2 max or something like that. Um, okay. So it, it was fun. It's, it's really varied. In second year as well, there were some practicals that um, that we would have done, but because of COVID, it was all online. So oh, yeah. uh, neuro um, neuroscience. There's a certain section of the course which is on neuroanatomy, and we would have looked at certain brain slices and like learned it that way and had like the brain there. But it was all online, so that was a bit of a shame. Um, yeah. And for the pathology course as well sometimes some practicals can like get you to um i don't know to look at your own blood or something you have to get like a blood smear and you just um, oh, oh okay um, i think someone was sick of it but they used their cells and <laughs> white blood cells here and there so no it's, it's quite practical actually i'd say it's uh, cool, yeah. it's quite it's, yeah especially in first year, it's it's not as practical as it is theoretical but there are still enough practicals to keep it interesting yeah but like with the blood smear test, has anybody has anybody ever found out that they're actually like ill, have a like an illness with their blood? Illness. Yeah, I do you know what? I I don't actually know. I, I mean in the in the past maybe. In the past maybe. But yeah. surely I, I don't know, I don't know. Usually if you have a cold or something, like there might be you might see more white blood cells as normal, but um yeah. like normal. But apart from that, I don't think anything serious has happened. Okay, cool. Because that would be traumatizing. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Okay. So, after the practicals, walk us through a typical week for you. So, what's a typical week for a medical student? Mm. Uh, I'll speak as like a first year because that's probably the most um, 
like relevant, I guess. But um, yeah. you'd normally have maybe a lecture in the morning um, at 9 a.m. Sorry, you have. <laughs> at, at Cambridge, anyway, you have lectures at 9 a.m. Um, yeah. And then you might have a practical in the afternoon. So on Mondays, it was um, dissection from 10 to 12. Um, okay. You'd have another lecture at 12, from 12 to 1. Um, okay. And then um, afterwards, your afternoons are usually free. The times when you don't have a free um, afternoon, you might have a practical in that time. So you might have um, a physiology practical if it's um, a Monday, but usually it's free. Um, or you might have like a seminar for, um, we have this course on like the social and ethical context of health and illness um, and like stats or something. So you might have that, but again, those are only on Wednesdays. So it's yeah. your um, afternoons are free. In the evenings, again, it depends on which supervisor you have. So you have, you could have a supervision that evening. Um, oh. For me, I have um, athletics. So I, like I train three times a week on the track and then twice to gym. So usually I'm either in the gym or on the track in the evenings. Um, yeah. So I have like the day just to do work. In the evening, I can do um, athletics and then all gym. And then at night, either you're just doing stuff with your housemates or you're you might go out or something or you might go to a society or something. Um, and yeah, so that's like a general, just usually two, two lectures and, and a practical, um, is, is quite standard. It's fewer lectures than places like UCL and Kings where they have loads of lectures. They have literally, yeah. like, we don't have that. We have like, in first year or first year second year, you see about like maybe 15 or so lectures a week, um, which is nice. Yeah. It's not that bad. Yeah, yeah that's not too yeah. bad actually. I can live with that. We'll be going from nine lessons a day in our school too. <laughs> it changes, yeah. 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 I can't imagine just being in school now. It's just to me it sounds like we're just sat there every single every single day. In Tiffany it's nicer though because you get freeze and stuff. So that's yeah. Oh, yeah. nicer. Yeah. But unlike CC used to have just like a straight nine just nine oh, lessons straight in the break. It's actually so sad. Like no because you can actually do all four math, um, bio, chem and, and physics. Yeah. And you're continuing it for year thirteen. Oh no, I'm I'm dropping physics for years. I I couldn't okay. take any more. <laughs> I couldn't take the oh, Fridays, fine, man. Fine. Yeah, fine. I respect the people who can do that. Though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, what is an experience that you learned a lot from? Um, I was thinking about this. One. Is it just in in general, like as a medical student, or just like in life, or something relevant to? Yeah, just like in life, in just whatever whatever experience you wanted to talk yeah, about. Yeah, okay. I always I always talk about um my driving test, like the whole driving saga i won't go into it too much but um, i don't know like, whether you guys can drive now you're days like well, where you can drive you can, you can. yeah we can yeah yeah yeah, yeah a provisional i haven't that i'm scared of cars yeah i'm sure I, I started i started learning that, okay my first mistake was actually um, just not learning how to drive earlier so between mm. exams um so between like after it was in year 13 and the start of uni i should have learned then um, yeah. I only started learning like right at the end of that period, so in September. The, the point of my story, by the way, is just talking about like just being resilient and just waiting until your time will come, you know. Um, yeah. So essentially, like I, I wasted time, blah blah blah. Um, my plan was to have a few lessons, then do first term of uni, mm-hmm. then come back home yeah. and then do my test. So I did that, but then I failed. I was like, oh dear. Uh, oh. <laughs> so. I was like, okay, this is fine, don't worry. Um, I just rebooked it in March 2020. Yeah. And then COVID came. So that was... Oh, so Yeah. So then a whole saga later, I managed to get it rebooked for August 2020. I did it again. 
and I failed again. I was like, wow, this, oh. is, this is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not even embarrassing, but I was like, this is just long. Uh, so I, I booked it again for um, April 2021. Um, yeah. Like, I had a period, went to uni, blah, 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 came back. There was that lockdown period, actually. So I, I actually had it for, for for January 2021, but there was, yeah. that was oh, yeah. lockdown mm-hmm. again. So it got pushed back to, to April 2021. Um, and then finally in April, um, I passed. But um, yeah. my my sort of takeaway from that was just, you know, like I was so sort of, I, I was kind of a bit impatient just to get the license because I was like, okay, I need to, I need to get this license, blah, blah, blah. I need to yeah. get Um but really, I think the best time, like when, I think things happen, um, you know, at the right time. Um, yeah. Christian, I think that God really puts things for you at the right time. Definitely, um, yeah. I think he really yeah. presented it at the right time. Um, I I have it now. It makes more sense now. Um, back then, back then it made sense to, to get it then, then earlier. Um, so yeah. really the lesson I learned was just, um, just be patient for things. When things are for you, it will come. Yeah. Well, I think that's really good advice, especially as well, like, now that we finished our end of years as well. And I feel like there was a lot of, like, mixed emotions, like, everyone, like, schools and stuff. So I feel like, yeah, that's definitely a good good mentality to have, that things will come when they're supposed to come. And if it doesn't happen as as you had hoped in the first place, then... It's not the end of the world. Yeah. And yeah. there's always greater things to come later on. Yeah. Exactly. And it's even the same people who don't necessarily make or who don't necessarily get um, an offer for medicine the first time around. I know I know yeah. loads of people who like tried uh, maybe twice or three times, um, they got it in the second or third time. And now that like, they're doing very, very well, you know, it doesn't yeah. doesn't hurt to take like a gap year or a year out just to regroup and to try again. Um, yeah. maybe it just wasn't right for them the first time, but now it's right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey guys, we've reached the end of this first episode featuring Shizute. If you want to listen to the second part, stay tuned for our next release on the 31st of July. Thanks for sticking around till the end. I was your host CJ and this is Menace to Medicine. Bye guys!